Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. Welcome and thank you for joining us at Hope for ACD. Hope for adult children of divorce. Uh, This program is going to be a little bit different than a lot of the programs we've done. I normally have notes and all sorts of preparation, but today I thought we would kind of just share. Uh, Some of you know that my father passed away recently, and uh, we just had his memorial service uh, just uh, a week or so ago, and I wanted to just kind of share some thoughts. As part of this ministry, one of the areas we deal with is what happens when we lose a parent. Uh, We tend to focus on all of the issues that happen prior to that. We want to make sure we're dealing with forgiveness and anger and uh, boundaries and dealing with just a lot of the craziness that can occur uh, when there's the issue of parental divorce. And lately, of course, the uh, issue has been even more uh, prevalent as we're seeing gray divorce on the rise, where parents are waiting for their kids to grow up, and then they're getting divorced, thinking that it's not a big deal, and the kids are big, so they'll get over it. But uh, that's not true, and we have other podcasts and blogs that deal with that subject. But today, I wanted to just kind of talk through some of the issues that came up with my father's memorial. Uh, My mother passed away nearly 10 years ago, and my stepmom, first stepmom, died about five years ago, and... uh, As is true with most of us, we have different attachments to different parents, and my mother's passing was was hard, but my father's passing has been very, very difficult. Um, And some of the complications involved is that he was married three times. Um, My current stepmom is just a wonderful lady. Um, There are some that would say uh, she is uh, probably the most normal of the three, and we love her dearly, but there were just... Issues that come up when you have divorced parents that people who don't have divorced parents don't have to deal with. Uh, And one of them was one of the things I've done with memorial services is I create a video, usually four or five minutes long, that does kind of a summary of the deceased's life. I did it for my mom and uh, did it for a relative. I did one for my dad. And the way I create the videos, you start basically with their birth and you end with their death and you go through some of the accomplishments they did, their family, marriage, kids, you know, from beginning to end. One of the experiences that was different with this one was my father didn't marry my current stepmom until about 25 years ago. So when I did the video, and also interestingly enough, when the pastor did the presentation, did her presentation, We basically started with my dad's early life, single, was a veteran, served in the Air Force, and then we jumped to my him with my stepmother. So there was nearly a 50-year gap in there. And that's as it should be. If you're at a memorial service, we don't, you know, bring up all the stuff from the past and, and all that sort of stuff. But for those of us who experienced life in the gap, if you will, it's a little bit weird uh, having that 
kind of vacuum. I equated it to, in a blog recently, basically starting with series one and two, uh, or seasons one and two in a series on Netflix, and then skipping to, se- to season six and going from there. And season three through five just aren't there. You click on them, but there's nothing there. And again, that's as it should be. My mo- my stepmother deserves a memorial service that celebrates her life with my father. And we enjoyed it. It was honoring to my father. It was honoring to God. But there's still this weirdness that adults with divorced parents experience. What about the 50 years? Nearly 25 years with my mom, nearly 25 years with my first stepmom. What about that? And for some of you, what about the ups and the downs and the girlfriends or the boyfriends and the disappearances and the being gone? What about some of you who the first time your parents were together was at your rehearsal dinner? What about some of you who didn't even want one of your parents at the funeral? I know with my mother's funeral, she would not have even wanted my father there. (laughs) Um, But my father, um, who did an awful lot of stuff right, and one of the big things he did right was staying connected to myself and my sister's And because of that, um, he did attend uh, my mom's funeral. But even there, there was kind of a weird moment for a second where there was a point where the family goes up because it's time for the service to begin. And the family, immediate family, if you will, sits in the front row. And I remember my father kind of coming up and me directing him to a row behind us. And for those of you from intact families, you think, well, what's the big deal? But there was this weird, awkward kind of, I, what do you do? I love him, but this is mom's memorial service. And one of the things we deal with with this ministry is the awkwardness. We, we kind of barge right into that because so many of these situations that are normal, if you will, have these added add-ons when we add, when you have the mix of adults with divorced parents. One of the things with the slide presentation for my dad's memorial service is, do you have any slides of my mom or my first stepmom in them? I chose no. But who makes those decisions? Who, you know, how do you decide this sort of stuff? Um, And ironically enough, my next book is going to be dealing with uh, weddings, funerals, graduations, birth announcements, <laughs> the whole myriad of family-type events that we have to deal with when we have multiple families. It particularly gets complicated when you have boyfriends, girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends. What happens when there's situations where when there's a divorce, the in-laws are more attached to you than the the parent parents because they you know maybe thought that their son or daughter did you know the in-law wrong you know so it it just it can get very very complicated and what i wanted to do was just kind of raise this issue today because it's very different for every one of us some of the factors that are involved is how attached were you to your parent there's normal grieving the grieving of the loss not having them there anymore, not having them for the holidays anymore. The list just kind of goes on and on. But when your parents are divorced, there's an added layer to that. There's the grief of what should have been, the grief of what could have been, the grief of what we wish had happened. 
the wish for normalcy. So often when I talk with people, there's this unvocalized wish for normalcy. Can't we just have a normal memorial service? Can't we just have a normal Thanksgiving? Can't we just have a normal birthday? was talking with somebody recently, and they were wrestling with the parents wanting to have separate birthdays because they didn't want to be together. And one of the things we talk about when we discuss boundaries is we run the show on that. But when it comes to grieving, when it comes to a memorial service, where are the boundaries? Who decides who sits where? What's appropriate to discuss and what's not? And one of the key things that we look at in this ministry is these type of issues. It is best when all that awkwardness, when all of the anger and the fear and the, forg- and the unforgiveness and, and triggers and all the things that, that go into the package of having parents with divorced parents needs to be dealt with before the funeral. The book I wrote, Choose a Better Path, Overcoming the Impact of Your Parents' Divorce, basically is a devotional that takes people through the major issues that affect us when our parents divorce. Anger, fears of conflict, abandonment, uh, fears of inadequacy, unforgiveness, father hunger. You know, the list, grieving, the list goes on and on. How do we do effective boundaries? How do we take control of a situation we feel totally out of control about? All these issues we want to deal with before the funeral before the memorial service. Because I've been at memorial service or two that had divorced people, and I can't get into the details because we have to protect the innocent or the guilty, if you will, but some very strange things have happened at funerals. And we want to avoid that. And we avoid that by working through the issues ourselves, that our parents' divorce does impact us even more than just having awkward holidays or having awkward you know, birthdays. There are intrinsic things that occur that we need to deal with. And as I've dealt with this uh, memorial service of my dad, I was so thankful that I had worked through so many of these issues, some of the questions, some of the hurts, so that forgiveness and love had come before I was sitting in a chair watching a slideshow of my father's life that left 50 years out, that still kind of is awkward. And I wish I had a thesaurus. Again, when I do these, I normally have all my stuff prepared in advance and I have the thesaurus words for awkward, but that's the best word. In some cases, it's awkward, but it's an internal awkwardness because it's not voiced, because it's not appropriate to voice in that setting. There's situations where the people don't even attend the funeral. Say the father or mother married the person they were having the affair with, and then there's the funeral down the road, and you don't even want to attend. That's normal and understandable. But the anger and the unforgiveness and the irritation and the hurt needs to be dealt with anyway, because if we don't, it adversely affects our relationships. And that's what we see in the research. Divorce begets divorce begets divorce. My father was an adult with divorced parents. His father was an adult with divorced parents. And his father was an adult with divorced parents. I praise God, praise God, that he got a hold of me and said, Kent, 
things have got to change or you're on the same emotional path as your dad. And I'm so thankful that the Lord reached into my heart and challenged me to take intentional steps to change so that shortly uh, after the wedding, or after the memorial service, rather, the same week, actually, was my wife and I's anniversary, celebrating 38 years. And I'd like to say that it's 38 wonderful years that were fantastic, but because of many of the issues I was dragging into our marriage from the divorce, I was an angry person, and, and there were a lot of years that I really wasn't a great husband. But I'm so glad that the Lord opened the door for me to learn about what are the issues that affect adults with divorced parents? What are the issues that that mess with our own relationships? And enabled me to do the research, create a workshop, create seminars, create a book, uh, do speaking engagements to help others understand what I learned, that it is still affecting me. But with God's healing, we can move past those issues and sit in a memorial service and honor our parent. Was my father a perfect person? No. (laughs) Are any of us perfect people? No. So in order to truly honor those in this time of loss, it is really important for us to work through those issues. And I encourage you to look at a couple of resources that, that are really helpful. The first one I mentioned, Choose a Better Path, Overcoming the Impact of my parents div- of Our Parents' Divorce, a really good user-friendly book that gently walks people through uh, the various issues that affect us when our parents divorce. It also includes a chapter on gray divorce, which is really a big issue right now uh, where parents are waiting again uh, until we get grown, and then they divorce thinking that it's not a big deal, we're grown, and the reality of it is in some ways it's actually worse. Uh, another really good book, if you want to go deeper, is called The Long Way Home, The Powerful Four-Step Plan for Adult Children of Divorce. It is by Gary Newman and just a powerful book that helps us drill a little deeper on some of the issues that are affecting us from our parents' divorce. There are also other resources available on our website, uh, which is hope4acd.com, hope, the number four, acd.com. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, I'd really love to hear your comments on this one. I mean, have you attended a memorial service that was great, uh, horrible, awkward? Um, I'd love to hear that, Uh, hear your story. It'd also be helpful for our next book if you'd like it shared. Um, You can contact me at Kent, K-E-N-T, at hope4acd.com. That's hope, the number four, acd.com. I'd love hearing from you. Also, uh, they tell me that following us, liking us, sharing us on the social media thing helps increase awareness of the ministry. So I'd really appreciate you do that. We're on Facebook and Instagram and at uh, Hope for ACD. So please consider doing that as well. So uh, you know what? I just appreciate your uh, walking with me. I appreciate some of the support I've received um, through this difficult time of, of losing my father, who I love dearly. Um, but there was a lot of challenges that were created by some of his decisions. Uh, So thanks so much for supporting us. That's it uh, for right now. Until next time, let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Um, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. This is Kent Darcy. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to being with you again. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to 
questions at hope4acd.com. That's questions at hope, the number 4, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.